All right, well, hey there, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the First Alert Weather Podcast. Uh, it's Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley joining me as early, as always, I should say. It is uh, early. It is early. Yeah, it's a long day. Uh, Meteorologist Andrew Gordon here, and we've got Labor Day to talk about. The uh, tropics are heating up and uh, just talking about the wet pattern that we've been in and kind of what we can expect here over the next few days where we can kind of dive into the forecast a little bit more versus just you know, the allotted time we get during a newscast. Yeah, I, we're going to give you a quick little update today. we got some things to, mm-hmm. to take care of here later on after this podcast. So, But we wanted to make sure that we give you a weekly update on what's yeah. going on. And there is some stuff going on in the tropics out there. So there's a little bit to talk about there. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, though... Looks like uh, not much of an impact on the U.S., but we have a couple systems we're going to be watching. Right, so there are three right now that are currently being outlooked. There's one that is way in the North Atlantic that actually has a chance of becoming a depression here within the next couple of days. There's one approaching the uh, the Windward Islands over the next few days. That has a high-end chance of becoming a depression, and then another wave that's coming off of the western coast of Africa. But as you said, Dave, it doesn't look like any of those would impact us. I know when you look at these maps and you see you know, that outlooked area, it's kind of pointed at us. It doesn't right. mean that's going to be its trajectory the entire time. It's going to get close to a high-pressure system that then will wrap it up and pull it back off to the northeast. That's basically for the next five days. Yeah. So looking at that trajectory there. But if you extend that out past that five days, you will see that that is expected to take a turn uh, more out to the north and then eventually northeast. Yeah. So Bermuda could potentially mm-hmm. uh, keep an eye on this one a little bit more than a lot of the uh, United States, but as far as us, uh, maybe some swells along the east coast of the U.S., yeah. depending on how big this system actually would get, that is all I can see right now as far as any impact from that. That's Invest 91L, as right. what we're talking about At right now. At very most, I, you know, that, that seems to be what we've agreed upon, is that maybe, you know, you maybe. Have the swells increase, maybe with that a slight increase in rip currents, and uh, I know a lot of people will be out for Labor Day weekend. I don't really know that they completely correlated take a while for those waves to make it all the way over here anyways so not anything tropical that would impact your weather here as we get into the three-day weekend no and uh, we're going to be looking good there again that one in the north atlantic there you're talking about Mm -hmm. that's got uh, more of a a subtropical because it develops along a frontal boundary and whenever you get a frontal boundary it's not really truly a tropical system uh it could be more of a subtropical but they still will get a name if it's a subtropical system so it will add to the list of uh, what we've had so far, which is relatively a quieter season so far. Yeah, you know, we haven't had any name storms since July 3rd through August 30th, and only two Augusts recently have had no name storms. That was in 1961 and 1997. So it's been a while. Since I don't think anybody's complaining about no, that. No, not I at all. Any complaints about that? No, not not myself and not you. No, definitely. Not. A few reasons why we're having that. You know, we've talked about the, the dust, you know, that just kind of gets repetitive, but it's still there. Um, we're talking about increased vertical wind shear. That's coming from a surface trough. That's just kind of messing with the uh, intensity of these systems because they can still form. And we've seen these wave after wave after wave form. A lot of waves. There's just um, not a lot of support there and in the ingredients to right. to continue. Things to aren't have coming those, together. Yeah, to, to have them last. Um, uh, but we are seeing... Um, overall, you get a bit more lift over in Western Africa this time of the year as things kind of heat up, uh, literally. And then that increases the chance for stronger waves. And I think those becoming a little bit more robust as they start to move off the West Coast of Africa, they will get outlooked at a higher rate quicker as we, we see that already with um, the one that's moving off now already yeah. is at a 40, 50% chance. Right. So I think that that will be a trend that we see. Whereas 
how it gets into the central Atlantic interacts with drier air. And, and, you know, even looking at long range models, this, this I think is important because we always kind of dog on, you know, armchair meteorologists that will go and look at 10 day forecasts and post those (laughs) on social media. Um, well, nobody's posting that with some of the more robust models, such as the GFS and some of these that go out that far, it's taking us now to the climatological peak of hurricane season, which is September 10th. There is not a single thing in the main development region, and nobody's posting that. Whereas, you know, usually it's like, oh, this scare cast or wish cast. Because that's not going to get likes and clicks and right, but yeah, scare like people. If you're going to do one, you need to do the other. You know, if you're going to show crazy things out there, you need to show it is equally as crazy that there's nothing being shown in that area. Right. So it's, it's interesting and it's encouraging because we don't want there to be systems and storms. But, you know, as, as you look at some of the data in the past, La Nina, you know, typically doesn't start off the slow, but it does typically end a little more active. So just because it's slow now, do I think we're going to make it to Colorado State's uh, forecast, NOAA's forecast of above average to the extent of above average at this point? It'd be hard to make that up. It's a long ways to go. And yeah. again, we're still technically when we're recording this here the last day of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have a long ways to go for the kind of the peak. We're not even at that, as you mentioned, September yeah. 10th. Uh, so things can heat up quickly. We can get a lot of these storms. Thankfully, the ones we're looking at now are expected to be more fish storms, meaning not really impacting land, and that's fine. Yes. That, all those storms will add to that list, the number of what you're talking about from Colorado State and, of course, the Hurricane Center, uh, NOAA putting out their uh, uh, predictions of what they think is going to happen out there. Uh, but just let's, let's hope that none of them really impact the United States, and right now we're going to be quiet for the next week or so. Right. Prepare and don't be scared. But as we go into the weekend, we have our own frontal system coming through here. That's going to cool us off a little bit. It's hot today. It's a slow mover. Yeah. It's a slow mover. I mean, heat index values at noon already near 100. Some areas are a little over 100. Now, we haven't been, this is a kind of a crazy August here. We're winding down. We started out typical, a lot of 90s, but we haven't seen officially a 90 degree temperature here in Savannah since uh, well, last Sunday. So we were coming up on eight days mm-hmm. uh, since we ha- haven't had a 90-degree temperature in Savannah in August. Yeah. That doesn't happen that much. You might go three days or so. You get a little bit of some rain or something mm-hmm. coming in. But eight days, a whole week on, or more. Uh, but today, I think we'll be at least in the low 90s. Yeah, I think some places hit that. And, you know, by, by Already, you, yeah. you saying that eight days, by definition, with the average high of about 90, I think we just came below that. Yeah, we're that means you had eight days of below average temperatures in August. Yes. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, that will continue. I think we're going to see those temperatures maybe getting into the 90s again tomorrow. We'll be close to that it with that be. frontal boundary you talked about, depending on where exactly that lies. We'll be close to 90, either way, hot and muggy. Uh, but then we're back in the 80s, starting mm-hmm. out September. Yeah, I, and, you know, getting into the weekend, and a lot of people want to go to the beach or they want to get outside because meteorological fall starts on the 1st because it goes by three-month right. chunks of the calendar, but it's not actual astronomical fall, which would then be, the, I guess, the 21st or something like that right. uh, coming up. But uh, we're not quite to fall yet. I know that you've got your little uh, coffee shops with your fall drinks out now officially the and all that. pumpkin spice. Uh, see, not, it's overrated. never a huge pumpkin mm. spice fan. Yeah, and there's no pumpkin in pumpkin spice. Oh, really? It's, I didn't it's, know it. Pumpkin spice is what you spice pumpkin with, like what you put in a pumpkin pie. So if you've ever made a homemade pumpkin pie, I, I, I've made make them uh, back home. Grandparents, mom, all that. 
it's literally you can buy pumpkin spice and it's like a combination of like nutmeg and, and there's no and pumpkin and pumpkin no, there's not a single I did not ounce of pumpkin, and pumpkin i just spice. Ne- see i learned something on these podcasts wow. and that was just my takeaway was there's no pumpkin and pumpkin there's spice. really not it's literally no the idea. spice it's like saying barbecue seasoning and you call it a barbecue latte i don't know like i don't have a, a good correlation but there's literally no it's pumpkin spice it's okay. calling the spice for the pumpkin well, not either the pumpkin way itself a sip or two, and I don't like a whole drink. I don't like everything having pumpkin spice. It's not. It's not it's my overdone. favorite. It's not my thing. But you mentioned the, the climatological start of a fall. The unofficial start of fall is usually after Labor Day, and that's right. coming up this weekend. And a lot of people yeah. are going to be trying to get out there and enjoying that last uh, unofficial weekend of summer. Now, the unofficial weekend of summer is different, I think, from south to north. Uh, up north, that's what they usually have, the unofficial weekend of summer, because we're still out of school. I grew up in upstate New York. We didn't go back to school until after Labor Day. Okay. That's why they say it's the unofficial whatever. But down here, kids are already back in school for a month by that time. I and mean, we, yeah, beginning of August, late July in some cases, kids have already been back in school. So their fall season typically has already kind of started. Yeah, and they get a little cooler quicker up there too. So <laughs> we have we have a much different meaning of, of what fall is and yes. even – uh, the front toward north has brought some dew points into Tennessee and, and the Carolinas in the 50s already as of Thursday afternoon. I was checking that out, too. So, oh, that would be nice, but I don't, we're, you know, we're not going to get we that. We have dew points today. We're just looking at that. Mid, Mid to m- upper 70s. Well, that's just it's been a while since we've seen that. Brutal. I mean, you, every little degree that you're kind of going up there makes a big difference. Normally, we've been seeing these dew points 70, 72, which is typical. Yeah. You start getting up 77, 76. Some cases, I think there was like a 79 out there. That's extremely muggy and yeah, very yeah. uncomfortable. You might as well outside. be in, in some rainforest at that point. Pretty much. But for us, you know, look at your averages for Labor Day. Typically, we're 88 in the afternoon, 72 in the morning. Uh, hottest we've ever been is 101. That's not happening. That was way back in 1944. Lowest uh, temperature in the morning was 62, and that was in 1994. Last year, I looked it up. We were at 92, so maybe a little cooler than last year, but in the morning was 68. So Ooh. probably some drier air because you got a bigger temperature flux that day. Yeah, but and... To, and it's not going to be a washout. So you're out there plants. I think the mornings look to be drier. Now the afternoon, yeah, especially Saturday. Uh, I think we're going to get some uh, showers and some more storms out there. But hopefully those rain chances look like they're coming down a bit. So a lot of people are going to have Sunday, of course, and then Monday off is the actual holiday. Yeah. Busy times. Rain Busy times. I'm going to try to get out and enjoy a little bit of the beach myself. And you know, you can, Oh yeah, you're off. You can go to the beach and you know, October here sometimes. Best time of the so, year, I think. Yeah, no no people around. Because, yeah, less people. All the Northerners, I don't call them Yankees, the Northerners, because I'm a Red Sox fan, um, will go back because they're all starting school. So September and even into early October, great time to go to the yeah, beach. It's sure not as is. crowded and it's still warm. Yep, and I, I am off uh, Monday, which I don't usually have Mondays off now working this Monday through Friday shift, but going to cover the uh, Southern 500, one of the crown jewels of the NASCAR race uh, season, uh, that's going to be Sunday night. Get some content for uh, the station and Gray in general and also my podcast. So excited to uh, to experience that. The uh, Inside Lane is another podcast I do here. Just have the two. Uh, weather came first, but this has been another fun uh, side adventure to get on. Try to talk to some drivers and lit- quite literally get on the inside of the track and, and get that access and be able to talk to people in person. I think that'll be cool. I think the, if you haven't uh, downloaded that podcast yet, again, you go wherever you download this podcast mm-hmm. or any other podcast. And you get it, the inside lane with Andrew Gordon. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Also, you know, it's just something I've, I've enjoyed since I was young. So it's kind of cool to be able to do that coming full circle, um, you know, wanting to, if I wasn't in the weather business, I probably would be in, you know, some sort of media with NASCAR. So 
loved it since I was five and being able to do that now, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. Not, not taking me away from, from here at all, of course but it's, no. it's cool to be able to do both uh, every now and then you get a little, get your foot in the door somewhere else just to have some fun. There you go. So, well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that and uh, we'll see what next week brings Dave, but uh, I think that kind of wraps up today. I think so. I think we did good. We covered a lot in a short period of time. Sure did. That's what we are good at on our weather hits as well. So I hope you guys have a good one. Be safe, be good. Don't cancel any plans because of rain and uh, have those uh, alerts turned on on the WTOC weather app. We'll talk to you guys again next time. <laughs>